Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Michael Rappaport, and you are now listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast. This is part two of my NBA All-Star Weekend extravaganza. Saturday morning, I go to the NBA All-Star practice, which is really for the kids. It's not a practice. It's kind of like a shoot-around. First, the East comes out. The whole team's there. Everybody's there. Every fucking NBA All-Star. They're practicing their sh- I'm right on the fucking court. Then the West comes out. Then there's some fucking shootout. I did this this event with Degree, you know, the deodorant. Stephon Curry and John Wall, they come out. I'm bullshitting around with them. Check it out online. I did it. It's fun. I guarded Stephon Curry and I guarded John Wall. John Wall missed his shot. Stephon Curry made his shot. That's the kind of defense that I put on people. All right? I'm exhausted. I was up all night. I fucking eat pizza because I'm now I'm off training for my Celebrity All-Star game. For, for three weeks before the Celebrity All-Star game, I ate well. I didn't do anything. I slept well. I drank water. Didn't drink a lot of Snapple. Didn't drink a lot of Starbucks. You know, I gave up fucking Snapple for three weeks. I didn't have any fucking pizza. I was in New York for three days. I waited. But that night we went to Joe's Pizza and, you know, we're in there. Everybody's like MVP. There was a bunch of kids and they were saying I should have won MVP. MVP. They were fucking blasted out of their mind. 
But I made it up to the to the All Star practice Saturday morning. Went home, got back to my crib, took a little nap, and then Saturday night is the three point shootout and the dunk contest. So this is how this went down. Me and my friend Bar, they tell me, "Yo, you're gonna sit on courtside." Fuck, hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna sit courtside. We're sitting under the basket where on the opposite side of the court. Now, this is who's at this event. Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. They're sitting mid-court. Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill. I see Rihanna walk in. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. There's fucking Rihanna. Floyd Mayweather. He walks in. He's got a bag with him. Of course, he's got a bag. He's got a bag of fucking money. Okay? Now, I have said things about Floyd Mayweather. I actually called Floyd Mayweather Floyd Kardashian. Okay, I called him that on live TV. I've called Floyd Mayweather Floyd Kardashian. Now I'm seeing him. Now I'm not worried about any beef with me and Floyd Mayweather. He's not going to fucking beat me up, but he might not fucking like it. Uh, fucking who else is there? Was Jay? I didn't see Jay-Z at this. But Adrian Grenier is there. Anthony Anderson there. The entire NBA is there. Dr. J. And, oh, I forgot to say this. When we're walking into the fucking dunk contest Saturday night, who do I see? Bill... Russell, who if you're a fan of the I Am Rapport podcast, you know that I have said, Bill Russell, when you come out twice a year, one is for the NBA All-Star Weekend, number two is for the championship trophy, when you give away the championship trophy, we have said, groom your shit, shave your shit, take a fucking shower, go to the barber, and I say, I see Bill Russell, and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's Bill Russell. I'm, there's no way he's listened to the Iron Rapport podcast, but I'm like, I need to get a fucking picture. He's with Oscar Robertson, basketball royalty, basketball royalty, even though I have said and still believe that Bill Russell is one of the most overrated NBA players of all time. He is basketball royalty. Plus, I'm always thinking about giving the fans what they want, giving it what they need. And I'm like, what better can I give the I Am Rapport fans than a picture, a selfie with me and Bill Russell? So I tell my friend Barr, yo. I'm going to go over to Bill Russell and I'm going to say something to him and you take the fucking picture. So I go behind Bill Russell and Oscar Robertson who are both in their 70s. So they're 70-year-old men, maybe maybe even older. And, 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 my, and my friend Barr takes the camera and Bill Russell gives him a look like, motherfucker, if you take this fucking picture, I'm going to fucking choke your throat. He wasn't fucking around. And then Barr, my friend, like put his fucking camera in the pocket and we bailed on the picture. And he was like, I was like, why didn't you take the fucking picture? He said, cause that motherfucker looked at me like he was going to fucking smash my fucking throat. And I said, so what? Take the fucking picture, man. He, you know, you could sue him. Fuck it. If he hits you, he hits you. It makes for a good podcast. He's like, fuck that. I wasn't doing it to Bill Russell, man. I wasn't going to fucking do that to Bill Russell. So we didn't get the picture. I got some shitty pictures of Bill Russell that I will post, but I will say this. Bill Russell did get a haircut. Okay. And his beard was groomed. So maybe. Just maybe he is a secret fan of the I Am Rapport podcast on the low. Maybe he, like the millions and millions and millions of other people, loves the podcast. I don't know. But somebody said, somebody got to him and said, yo, don't come out with your shit looking crazy this year. So anyway, the fucking events start to start. We have great seats. But the NBA people, my man says, yo, we're going to move you, Mike. And I'm like, oh, fuck, here it comes. And I'm like, where are you going to move me? We're to, he said, we're going to move you over next to Nikki. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we're going to put you next to Nikki and, and Meek Mill. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So we get we switch our seats. And I'm sitting right next to fucking Meek Mill and Nikki motherfucking Minaj. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I sit down. And, you know, 
celebrity people, they'll, they'll, they'll recognize other celebrity people. So I sit down, I'm like, yo, what's up? They're like, what's up? I'm like, yo, I'm a fan. She's like, I'm a fan. How you doing? I sit down, I'm like, yo, I can't fucking believe I'm sitting next to fucking Nicki Minaj and Meek motherfucking Mill. Meek Mill's cool. She's big motherfucker. Sort of got a goon quality. I say that with all due respect. Cool, very cool young guy. I'm telling you, I like that Wu-Tang shit you did when you were rhyming over the Wu-Tang beat. We're talking to him. Him and Nikki are chilling. She looks ridiculous. She looks sick. Fucking Rihanna's like four seats down. Floyd Mayweather's like three seats down. He recognizes, like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe he never heard me call him Floyd Kardashian. He says, what's up to me? The fucking the proceedings start. The, the fucking three-point contest is dope. Stephon Curry wins it. He made, I think, at thir- one point thirteen shots. I'm bullshitting around with fucking Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. My friend Anthony Causey, who, who's one of the you know most prolific. Uh, check him out on Instagram. Anthony Causey, C A U S I. Check him out on Instagram. He shoots all the Knicks, all the local, you know, the New York sports, all the fucking stuff. And I see him, I'm like, yo, you gotta get fucking pictures with me and Nicki Minaj and fucking Meek Mill. He's like, don't worry, I got you. So he's taking long lens pictures of me and Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. And then the fucking dunk contest comes off. We're like having a fucking ball. I'm losing my mind. Rihanna's four seats down from me. I'm fucking tripping the fuck out that Rihanna's four seats down from me. And Nicki Minaj is right fucking next to me, next to Meek Mill. Look it up on Instagram, people. The pictures don't lie. The pictures don't lie. This has really fucking happened. I've said before, I love Nicki Minaj. I love her ass. I've questioned whether it was real or not. But when you're up on her, when you're seeing these people in real life, you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on, man? I have met all sorts of celebrities. But when you were up on Nicki Minaj, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And when Rihanna was is in sniffing distance, smelling distance, we made eye contact at one point, okay? She's a human. I'm a human. We made eye contact. I knew that for that brief second, we shared something. Or at least I, th- I felt like we shared something. Okay? The dunk contest started. This dude, Zach Levine or Zach Levin. We need to check this guy. Is this guy fucking Jewish who won the dunk contest? Has that been brought up? Has that been questioned? Is Zach fucking Levin fucking Jewish? Okay? He, he shut down the dunk contest. Everybody's happy. We're having a fucking ball. You know, it's a great time. The fucking show's over. The dunk contest is over. Rihanna walks by. She walks right by me. Right the fuck by me. Look on the internet. Look on my Instagram. The pictures don't lie. And she says to me, how you doing? I'm a fan. And I go, something to that effect. I, 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 my moment was shot. I couldn't say anything. She's tall. She smells good. Her eyes fucking, they, they, they shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. And, 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 and she shook my hand and, I, and I, I didn't let it go for an inappropriate period of time until like my arm was fully extended and her arm was fully extended. Okay? I did not let her hand go because I couldn't believe what was going on. I shat the bed. Okay? I shat the bed. That happened. We walk out everybody's fucking there. Money Mayweather, I tell you this, Money Mayweather tipped his fucking waitress probably about, he went into his bag of money because he's Money Mayweather. He tipped his waitress at least $1,000. He gave her a fucking thick stack of fucking hundreds. I saw that. Treated her real nice. Nicki Minaj left. Love you, love you. You guys are dope. Meek Mill, yo, stay in touch. Blah, blah, blah. It's cool. It's Saturday night. The fucking NBA All-Star game hasn't even fucking started yet. It's Saturday night.
So I go to the fucking after party at the slam dunk contest. You know, there's like, oh, there's this party. There's that party. You got to pick your fucking spot. So he said, fuck it. Let's try this GQ party. I didn't know what the fuck was I was walking into. Again, it's some downtown in Wall Street District of Manhattan. If you've never been to Manhattan, you've never been to New York, it's your fucking problem. You don't know where Wall Street is. That's your fucking problem. Have no problem getting into this party. The, the, the security guards. I just want to say one thing. The security, police, and event coordinators in New York City and Madison Square Garden all weekend. Yo, if any of you listen to this, I want to tell you, thank you so fucking much for fe- making me feel welcomed and, and, and greeting me with open arms, not busting my fucking balls, asking me for tickets, my fucking wristbands and all that shit. I walked up to the fucking party. They said, come on in, Mike. I said, how many with? I said, I'm with five fucking dudes, which normally is whack. They let me in. When we walk into the fucking party, four fucking dingbat PR girls. What's going on? What's going on? And I said, you know what's going on? We're going into the fucking party, lady. We walk in and the roots are performing. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now, here's the thing about the roots. You see them every night on Fallon. But when you see the fucking roots live, like really doing their thing, you have a whole new fucking appreciation for the fucking roots. I've seen them live probably 20, 25 times. They tear shit down, but I haven't seen them in a few years, and I haven't seen them since live since they've been doing the Fallon show. Somehow or another, I wound up on the side of the stage. Questlove and, and, and Frankie Knuckles were destroying the drums. Black Thought is killing it. The motherfucker, Black Thought was doing a cover of The Wrath of Cain. Okay, the Big Daddy Kane song. He does this all the time. It's like, it's like one of the things they do. Now, the thing that's so impressive about doing a cover of The Wrath of Kane is that it's a long, hard rap song that Kane did. And for him to cover it and make it his own, but do it and do the lyrics that Big Daddy Kane did, it, not anybody can do that. I don't think anyone else in the world would ever even attempt to do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like it's like somebody covering like, you know, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones or, you know, My Favorite Things or or A Love Supreme or or like some Concerto by fucking Beethoven. He's destroying it. He's destroying it. So there's a backstage thing that we get taken into. I walk back there, Nas Escobar and Raekwon the motherfucking chef, who I met once but never really met. So I'm like, oh, shit, chef, what the fuck is up? And he's like, yo, Mike Rapp, what's up? And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Yo, I fucking love you, chef. And he's like, yo, peace, peace. And I'm like, yo, I fucking love you, Raekwon the chef. And he says to me, he says to me, yo, what are those? I had on my Nike Lunars, black and white Nike Lunars. For Raekwon the chef to fucking compliment my fucking Nike Lunars, I was like, yo, I don't know. I didn't have my fucking boots. He's some Nike shit. Yo, them shits is hot. I'm like, yo, are you going to rock? He's like, no doubt. I'm like, oh, shit. Raekwon the chef is going to rock with the roots. Of course, he's. that's why he's there. We're walking through the fucking club. Everybody's at this fucking party. LeBron is there. LeBron fucking James is there because he's Mr. GQ. Okay? He's fucking there. I see him. I know he fucking saw me. I don't say shit to him. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I'm not going to fucking back down if I see LeBron. Although I did see some two guys that maybe were friends with him. They looked at me like they wanted to fucking kick my ass because some of my comments from LeBron. But, you know, I, I see him from distance. 
It's a great party. The Roots are killing it. Nas gets up there. He does some shit from his first album. Raekwon the Chef gets up there and shuts that shit down. He does incarcerated Scarfaces. He did uh, something else, and he did Cream. And it, yo, and when he did Cream, I was having an outer body experience because I was like, yo, not only is he killing Cream, and 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 and, and am I bugging? And the way the Roots are covering the song, and somebody's doing the beatbox, and they're playing the instruments live, and it sounds sick. I'm like, yo, this is turned into soul music. It's no longer hip hop. Cash rules everything around me. Cream is now soul music. It's such a good song. It's like listening to Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. I'm bugging that I'm watching, and the crowd is into it. You know, there's ball players in there. There's some actors in there. There's rap people in there. There's music people in there. And motherfuckers, when he did Cream, motherfuckers like, oh, shit. And I was bugging. I was bugging. And, and I saw my dudes from the ASAP mob. I saw my man 12 who I'm cool with, and the rest of those motherfuckers. And I also fucking see, I met for the first time, ASAP Rocky, who I've never met. My kids love them. I'm with the whole fucking ASAP mob. Young dudes. They're making me feel like shit because I'm like, yo, what year were you born? And this motherfucker's like, I was born in 1989. I go, you cocksucker, that's the year I graduated high school. Same thing happened with Meek Mill. One point I said, what year were you born? He said, 1987. I said, fuck you, man. Fuck you. I was 17 in 1987. Fuck you. These guys are young guns. But I got to meet all those. Everybody's having a good time. It's fucking a good-ass party. I go backstage. I see the chef. I'm like hyperventilating. I see Raekwon. I'm like, yo, Ray, that shit was like soul music. When you did that shit, it was like fucking soul music. He's like, yo, you bugging, Mike. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was like, yo, I'm serious, man. It was, I'm like, yo, it was, it was just a great night. Then we, 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 we had to leave there. And at that point, they started playing like the younger fucking, the newer hip-hop shit. And that's when all the NBA dudes came in. But that's when, I got to be honest, the party got whack. The party got whack because everybody left. And, they, and the NBA dudes were like on some fishbowl shit. You know, and, and, that, and that's what they do. I'm older. They're younger. But it just was like 500 people left. And, and, and then it was probably 500 people, you know, left in the party. So, like, half the place was empty. Half the place was full. All the NBA dudes are sort of packed in the corner. There's chicks there. I was out. I was out. I had a fucking enough. I had enough. Uh, it was, it, I had had enough. This is Saturday night. The fucking, the fucking coup de grace, the fucking all-star game didn't even start yet. Whew. So then finally, I get to the arena Sunday for the game. Again, I get there two hours early. Everybody's at the fucking arena, okay? Everybody is at the arena. I see my man, Chris Tucker. I got to do something with Chris Tucker. I got to work with Chris Tucker. I'm such a fucking fan of Chris Tucker's, and, and I know we could kill some shit together. I see him. See Dominique again. I see motherfucking Muggsy Bogues, who, who, who I tell him, I say, Muggsy, you're on some shit. He's like, what up, Mike? I'm like, no, listen. I said, I saw you a couple of months ago, and I realized you're not only 5'3", you're five fucking 3 And he's like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, yo... For somebody to be in the NBA, they have to be on some shit. But for you to be in the NBA at 5'3", you're on some other shit. And he was like, I, I appreciate that, Mike. I go, yo. And his family, they knew what I meant. I was like, you, you, you. And it has less to do with talent. It has more to do with heart. And partially, you're a crazy motherfucker to even think you could be in the NBA at 5'3". He really appreciated and got that. I, Muggsy Bogues is a motherfucker. I'm a foot taller than Muggsy Bogues. He played 12 or 13 years in the NBA. He wasn't a novelty. 
He had a long fucking productive career in the NBA. I see him. Jay-Z's in there with Bay, Beyonce, Puffy. Fucking the whole NBA. I see Julianne Moore. There's actors. Ben Stiller. Everybody's there. I'm tripping the fuck out. I'm tripping the fuck out. Before the game starts, I see Dr. J again. And I'm like, yo, I got to say something to Doc. He walks by me. I met him once before because he coached one of the celebrity all-star games that I played in. So I see him. I'm like, Doc, what's up, man? He's like, how you doing, Mike? I'm like, what the fuck? Dr. J knows my name. He goes... And he gives me a pound, and then and then I'm like, yo, man, I just want to tell you, it's so good to see you. Then he gave me a hug, and he said, I see you wearing the hat. He complimented my hat. Dr. J, one of the most fashionable, iconic figures of all of sports in the 1970s and 80s. Converse, the knee braces, his off-the-court style, the afro, the whole shit. He said, I see you with the hat. I like that hat. And I'm like, Tuh. I don't even say anything to him. I'm bugging out. Everybody walks in. Jay-Z walks in with fucking Beyonce. They're all there. The game starts. Motherfuckers are doing their thing. It's, it's a fantastic game. I got good seats. I'm bugging. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Willis Reed, Walt Frazier, Bill Russell, fucking the, the young players are there. The old players are there. Celebrities are there. It's fucking nuts. It's in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, the mecca of basketball. That's right. I don't give a fuck if we haven't won a ring. It's the world's most famous arena, New York City, Madison Square Garden, the mecca of basketball. If you don't like it, fucking, I don't know what to tell you. Find another fucking podcast to listen to. No, don't, don't, don't. I don't want to lose followers. But here's where shit got real nuts. Halftime. Somehow I'm on the court during halftime. Okay, the, the fucking, the security guards at Madison Square Garden were just like, if Michael Rapport did, he should probably be here because he played in the game. I'm walking on the court. Again, Ariana fucking Grande is performing. Beyonce's two feet away from me. She's got some goon security guard, as she should. As she should. Some fucking big six foot six guy that looks like he knows karate, MMA, and everything else in between. He's got his eyes on her. I'm walking around, and then I with my friend Jason, I'm like, yo. There's Bill Clinton. He's sitting down. He's like, yo, we got to go over. I go, yo, we got to get over and say something to Bill Clinton. I walk over to Bill Clinton. As he's sitting down, he gets up. Okay? This is a fact. Bill Clinton gets up and he goes, how are you? I'm a fan. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to say. Because I'm, 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 I just want my selfie. I just want my picture. I, I don't expect him to know who the fuck I am. He says, I'm a fan of yours. You're, you're a really good actor. And I'm like, do I curse? Do I go, oh, fuck, holy shit, Bill Clinton? What the fuck, Bill Clinton? And, and, and then I, and he goes, you know, I'm a big movie fan. I, you know, I love movies. He starts telling me, you know, I've been going to the movies since I was a kid when they were just 10 cents a movie and telling me this, telling me that. And I'm like, I, I, I got to keep this conversation going because Bill Clinton doesn't just, he wants to talk to me. This is reality. And, you know, he, I said, well, what, 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 have you seen any movies? What Academy Award movies, films have you seen? And have you seen American Sniper? I haven't gotten to see it. I've heard a lot about it. I want to see it. I've seen this. I, I've seen it. He, I could tell you, when I saw him last week at the All-Star Game, Bill Clinton had not seen Birdman, and he had not seen Foxcatcher. Okay, he was very interested. No, and he did see the Julianne Moore movie that I forgot to fucking, I can't remember the name of, but where she plays in Alzheimer's. And he's, he's now Bill Clinton, this is the God's honest truth. Bill Clinton is talking to me and has his arm on me. Like we're friends. I'm 
literally, I don't know if I call this guy Bill, Mr. President. At one point I said, Mr. President, I cannot tell you all the things I said. I can tell you what he said. He's telling me he loves that film. You know, he, he, he believes in Alzheimer's. You know, he, he, he's done a lot of stuff to try to raise money for it. I'm like, I can't fucking believe that Bill Clinton is fucking talking to me. He's got these fucking beautiful, darting blue eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Bill looks good. He's vegetarian now. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then my friend, I said, Jason, yo, you, yo we got to get a picture. He's got like people around him. There's security. It's like real fucking like serious shit, but they're real cool. Like, you know, they weren't, tri- yo, they weren't tripping that he put his hands on me. Bill Clinton was leaning on me to talk to me. I wasn't leaning on him. He's talking to me like that. And I got a picture with the president, Bill Clinton, and I'm like, Oh shit. So me and my friend Jason, I'm like, yo, we need to go take a breath. Cause I'm like, seriously, I'm hyperventilating. So we go into the back, we go in the back and I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta get some water or like a Coca-Cola. Cause I'm bugging that bill. I just had an exchange with Bill Clinton. And while I'm going into the back, I see Julianne Moore who I've met a couple of times. She's very nice. She's with her husband who, who I've met and, and, and I believe they're with their son. And I go, yo, she's like, what? I go, yo, I just had a fucking conversation with Bill Clinton. She goes, really? And I go, yeah. And you know what he fucking told me? She's like, what? I go, he fucking loves that film you just did that I can't remember, the one you had the awesome. She goes, get the fuck out of here. I go, yeah, Julianne Moore. He just fucking said that to me. If you went over to him right now, he'd fucking trip out because he fucking loves that movie. And he and it, it really touched a chord in him. And she's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I can't even believe he knew who the fuck I was. She goes, isn't that crazy when that happens? I go, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you're used to it. That shit don't happen to me like that. Fucking president fucking knew who I was. <laughs> I go in the back. It's like the NBA Hall of Fame back there. Barkley, Gary Payton. They're all back there. I'm hyperventilating. The game has started. I We're like, yo, I, we need to stay back here and, and, and catch our breath. Me and my friend Jason are tripping. I see Charles Barkley. Cool as shit. Talk some shit to him. I go up to him like I'm posting up in a basketball game. I go, yo, there's a mouse in the house. He goes, Mike, no team in this league would be dumb enough to put you in the game. I go, ha, 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 fuck Charles. What's up? Gary Payton, love him. Talking about his son. Talking about when he his son played against him and Sean Kemp. He was telling him it was a beautiful thing. It was surreal. See my man Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. God's honest truth. God's honest truth. He says to me as soon as I go, I go, Cap. You know, I, I know he doesn't like pictures. I know he doesn't like fucking with people. He's kind of a serious dude. I go, Cap, I get his attention. He goes, hey, Mike, how you doing? Real calm, cool, and collective. First thing out of his mouth is, I swear on my kids. He goes, you know, I tell people all the time, I coach you in your first celebrity game. And I go, get the fuck out of here. I'm cracking up. He goes, yeah, yeah, you and Queen Latifah. Because Kareem coached us in Rock and Jock game like in 93. And we always got along. Now, I know Kareem might have a reputation for not being cool, not being friendly. Always been fucking cool as shit with me. Always been friendly. Always got my humor. Always got my jokes. And I say, of course you told people that you coached me in the Rock and Jock game. Who gives a shit about the fact that you're the all-time leading scorer in NBA history? Who cares a shit about, about all the championships? Who cares a shit about all the, the things you've accomplished over the court? He goes, that's what I tell people. Great sense of humor. Super fucking cool. Goes on to tell me that he loves Justified. 
loved me on Justified, hasn't started watching the sixth season, tells me that the, the I already knew this. He goes, you know that book was a, a short story? I go, yeah, I know. And he, I said, you know, it, it turns out that Elmore Leonard really did love Justified. He goes, really? That's cool. And, you know, he starts naming his other other famous uh, Elmore Leonard books. I'm like, what the fuck, like, Kareem? The fact that he's even speaking to me, it's like five minutes. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. What are you up to? I'm doing this. I saw the When the Garden Was Eaten. Oh, shit. It just... It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. I get a picture with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I saw Willis Reed. I saw Earl Monroe. I saw Walt Frazier. Those guys were always so cool to me. I don't even know what to say. All I want to say this. When I'm I'm dropping these names and I'm telling you guys about my experience, I'm not doing it to sound cool because truly at the end of the day, I am a fan and I am as excited to be there as anybody else would. It was a great fucking weekend. I got a fucking selfie with... Jesse fucking Jackson, who didn't have a fucking clue who I was. I met Mariano Rivera. I got a picture with him. The whole fucking NBA, Damian Lillard, every fucking body. Dikembe, it was a great fucking weekend. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. If I sounded like a fucking name dropper, you're a fucking asshole. Like I said, you know, I, I, I'm just sharing my experience with you guys. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a ball. It was a pleasure. New York treated me great. I, I really believe it was the best All-Star game. It was the best celebrity All-Star game. The dunk contest was shockingly good. I think everybody was caught by surprise by how good it was. The three-point shootout was good. And the All-Star game w- was was a great entertainment piece. And and I was happy to be a part of it. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. Of course, we are sponsored by American Giant. Champion cannot fuck with American Giant, yo. Okay? Go to the website. Check out the clothing. Check out American Giant. Check out what they do. And, uh, yo, that's it, man. I'll probably have some more stuff that I forgot. This is sort of off the cuff. G Monetti will be back soon. He's been in Thailand doing God knows what. And we're out. <laughs>